Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. More than 120 million podcast listeners exist in America. And some of them actually listen to this hot garbage. Hi, kids. You are listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast Does Recruitment Marketing. I'm your co-host, Joel Brasscans Cheeseman. This is Chad, same as it ever was, so wash. This is Julie, ready to take on 2023, Kelly. Oh, I like that. On this episode, a look back on 2022, TikTok, don't stop, and LinkedIn's seven dwarfs. Let's do this. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Happy New Year, Julie Callie. Happy New Year. She's back. She's back. She's got her Chad and Cheese t-shirt on. I love it. Yes, I had to wear it today. Yeah, kind of a grunge thing. You got the uh, the sweater, the flannel, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> the Weezer sweater? The is that sweater what you're saying? matched is, is your it? t-shirt, so I thought, you know, Ooh, it's cold here like in that. Connecticut. <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we usually go with easy to match colors like black. But yeah, there's a little red in there that you, you're rocking. I like it. It's Corona time here in the uh, in the Midwest. It's it is always time. Corona time. Hey, it's Corona time right nice now. Nice and warm, blue skies. It's Corona time. Listeners in Australia are like, "Well, yeah, dumbass, it's, it's summer time. down here." It's Corona time because I think I think there's an award that was announced this week that a certain somebody, what? a certain couple of knuckleheads actually won. Should that be? Is that the first huh. shout out today? Yeah, I'll go first with shout outs. Oh, okay. Hit it. Because I'd love to give a shout out, first of all, to everyone who participated in our voting. RecruitmentMarketing.com wanted to leave an opportunity for people to vote for who is the best, the best podcast, the best industry event, uh, the best job site. And uh, yeah, very proud to announce and share with you that the Chad and Cheese podcast won best podcast in the industry. That's right. That's right. Woo-hoo! That's right. By a large a- margin, according to the uh, blog post that went out. Large margin. Did anyone else get a vote? I, I just I just can't imagine. Oh, there were definitely other shows that were uh, voted for best. But, you know, we did it looking at, you know, which ones stood out with the most votes. Um, mm-hmm. Only one vote per person. Um, so there was a significant amount that voted for your show. It definitely was the leader um, contending for podcast. Very nice. Very nice. So, so runners up were, I think, our Canadian friends. Recruitment Flex. Recruitment Flex. Recruiting Daily. James Ellis was yeah. in there. Matt Honorable Alder. Mentions. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly loved 
to see all the the results that people you know put into what are their favorite shows um it was great to see just how many shows there are out there in the industry now each of them has their own flavor and their own style and no one can compare to you (laughs) um but it really is incredible to see how many people are out there broadcasting to help people in the industry now was there an other that people could fill in Aside yes. from the ones, so you're saying there were a lot of others, a lot of Mickey Mouse write-ins for the election yes. that, that happened. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yes, there were, but that actually helped us expand and understand what else are people listening to out there that we might not be aware of. Yeah. So you release this on recruitmentmarketing.com. You're releasing a new winner every day. So we're recording on Tuesday. So we're finding out who, who won today. What was the announcement today? So today's announcement was based on our votes, what was the best recruitment marketing event in 2022? Uh, the winner uh-huh. was HR Tech, okay. uh, the HR Technology uh-huh. Conference. A must attend for the Chad and Cheese podcast, as are most of the conferences that were in there. Who else got some votes on the best conference? Yeah, the runners up were all pretty close with Unleashed being uh, Unleash America got the most votes. I think that was based on you know our audience, but certainly Unleash World does deserve mention as well as it came up quite a bit. Uh, but Talent Acquisition Week. <laughs> nice. So question, does Unleash America and Unleash World, did the, those uh, combined results surpass that of HR yeah. Tech? It did not. <laughs> I would have okay. considered that, okay. but I would say combined, they definitely were runners up. Close. Talent Acquisition Week also got really high rankings for top event, and so did Inspire HR. And tomorrow we have what coming out, or when yes. this podcast comes out, it will be today. So what is what's what's the third one that you're dropping? So tomorrow we'll be announcing uh, best job site. Oh, now okay. this this one I was just holding out with bated breath to see every vote. Congratulations, Fred <laughs> Elder. No, it was Monster. No, Monster no, took that, that one, didn't okay, they? I thought sorry. so. No? No? Okay. Oh, my bad. My bad. The, this is based on votes, right? To determine what was the best. And I, I just couldn't wait to see what people thought, right? Okay. Um, I know I have my own opinions, and this was not based on my opinion, so I was excited to see. Hold on, hold on, um, hold on. <laughs> best job board goes to? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. That's right, baby. Wow. Drink the juice, Chad. Drink the Kool-Aid, baby. <laughs> One yeah. of the worst pieces of technology <laughs> in our space, hey. and it wins. Hey. That's awesome. Well, it, it's not spoken. surprising for, for HR and or TA because, you know, we're about two decades behind anyway. But, uh, so who was, who, was, who was close? Who were some up-and-comers? What, what else did you see in that space? Yeah, so the next, um, what I would say, you know, the, the top rated after – uh, LinkedIn was Jobcase, Adzuna, Ooh, okay. and Indeed. Okay, nice Adzuna, and then Indeed. That's 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 good stuff right there. There was quite a few that were were listed in that. Um, so in the article in which we released, we listed all of the ones that we thought had enough significant enough votes to to, mm-hmm. to list them out nice, for nice. for our readers. Congratulations, because you're all winners. You're all number one <laughs> in Chad's heart. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. So. How many more days do we have? What other winners? And and make sure that we plug that you got to go to recruitmentmarketing.com if you want to get 
all the latest winners. What else is yet to be announced? So those are the three at one that we are announcing this week. Um, but we also surveyed our audience on um, a lot of other information that we thought might be helpful to share on the sentiment mm-hmm. that recruitment marketers are feeling right now. Um, okay. And one of those was, you know, I wrote an article on what the top trends of 2022 are, but we surveyed the audience and said, what were the most impactful things to you as a recruitment marketer in 2022? And that we will be publishing an article about next week. Um, That was really great to see um, everyone's responses. There were a lot of responses written in um, so that we could see really all the things that people in the community are thinking and feeling right now. Don't jump ahead. We want people to stick around. (laughs) After the advertisement. When does the best porn site come out? What are you doing, step bro? What? That's not something we would cover. Oh, that's a different site altogether. They're workers. I mean, come on now. (laughs) Giggers. All right. Congratulations to all the winners and everyone that lost to us in the podcast category. Big thanks to them. We'll be right back and get back to those five trends for 2023. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast, Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcast, and now available on YouTube. Top five trends, baby. All right. Top five recruitment marketing trends from 2022 with a little look to 2023. The article discusses the increasing use of TikTok, the use of video for recruiting, pay transparency, the use of AI and chatbots to streamline the recruitment process, and an emphasis on employer branding. Julie, which trend stood out most to you, and which one do you expect to continue kicking ass in 2023? Any sneak peeks from your article as well that you want to throw in there? Yeah, I I mean, the two. I can't even pick one here um, because one of them is about adapting to change that's been forced upon us, and that's the pay Mm -hmm. transparency, right? Pay transparency is absolutely going to continue. It's going to be something that we will be managing through for, I think, a few years as states one by one (laughs) decide upon entering uh, these requirements. So I do think that that'll be with us for a while as we navigate through this. Um, So that one, but the other is real opportunity. And that is us advancing into the world (laughs) Um, as video for recruitment marketing. Mm -hmm. Video, I mean, TikTok is a foundational video format. Um, This is the way that you know, the world is going. If you don't have video in, in stages of your recruitment marketing process today, you got to get started on that. That is, you're going to be behind the times with it. Um, but it is going to take a while for people to adapt and really discover all the places that they can use video to really enhance and improve mm. 
their candidate experience. Chad, any of those stand out to you as trends from 2022? Talk about pay transparency being forced. So is Indeed's pricing. That's being forced. Get ready for that, kids, because they're they're calling uh, paper apply start, which is really just PPC under a different name. They, they've recreated Sneaky a model bastards. that's the exact same model that they can charge you five to ten times more for. Get ready, kids. Good for you. I mean, really, when you're talking about when you're talking about video, TikTok's video. I see I see TikTok and the video discussion all coming as one, which I think you do as, as well, Julie. And it's funny because we just dropped our 1,000th episode, uh, which was an interview with Bill Borman, where he, he calls employers trying to use TikTok dad dancing. <laughs> and he calls it that because it's not cool and you're not doing it right, right? And I see the exact same thing, not just for TikTok, but also for, for video, right? You've got all these employers who say, you know, get my jobs on TikTok or, you know, they, they do these things, which we've talked about before, but they don't realize that, you know, they have to be able to provide their employees with the opportunity to go out there and just talk about what they do on the daily. But I'm not sure that they want to relinquish the control to actual people. They want everything underneath the control of their employer, you know, TikTok accounts or their videos or what have you. So that's where I come with the the same as it ever was. I don't think any of that's going to change. We're going to get crappy content spewed all over the web and only the smart ones are actually going to go to allowing their employees to start to use TikTok under their own veil, right? And then also go to some of these great production houses like our friends over at Skill Scout to get really sexy videos that are done. And there's a huge contrast between the two, right? Chad said spewed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with Julie on the pay transparency. I still think 2023 is when pay transparency can no longer be ignored. It'll be messy. Uh, A New York Times article this week talks about how it's good for pay equity and it can be good for managers, but it's not so good for superstars. So there's going to be a lot of pushback from that perspective. There's there's too much in favor of transparency for it not to strengthen in 2023. Uh, plus what the feds are doing in regards to making non-competes illegal, which I think is going to uh, get, get some speed in 2023, will be a wind beneath the wings of transparency. <laughs> yeah, I threw in a Beaches reference just for you, Chad, on paid transparency. So and and not don't forget one of my predictions for 2023 is that Cindio is acquired by a, a bigger organization and Cindio is really the easy button for most of these companies to be able to throw all of their data their you know their HR data into a platform to look for uh, transparency and another beautiful thing for government is to be able to point and say, okay, well, if they can do it and they're a vendor, then then you can definitely do it. And we all know about Chad's prediction. 60% of the time, it works every, every time. Every time. All right, Julie, on the, uh, the article to be published uh, for 2023, the people have spoken on what's going to be hot. Talk about that. Yeah, so asking, you know, our community recruitment marketers, TA professionals, what was the most impactful change to you in 2022? Um, of course, requiring <laughs> compensation in the job was number one. Um, Very disruptive to a lot of the ways of working that we have today. It 
was a mandate without a lot of time for us to figure out how to solve for it. So that was difficult on a lot of recruitment marketers. They wanted to comply. They wanted to provide that in the job, but it just wasn't that easy. So definitely made an impact. But what I will say is people are embracing it. The recruitment marketing and TA professionals are all in agreement that it should be done. It's a matter of how. So made an impact that they all were comfortable moving forward with it, but challenging in how to execute that well. Well, it, here's the thing. I don't believe any employer. Okay, let's just make it that easy. Because <laughs> I remember when employers were saying that we couldn't go to remote work. And then within two weeks after a pandemic, guess what we all did, kids? We went to remote work and we made those things work. So first off, I'm not going to carry any employer's water. They can make this happen. All they have to do is put the resources into it. And the reason why, I mean, they're obviously being scared into it because of obviously government and some of them are government contractors. And the last thing they want to do is you is lose millions and or billions of dollars. So it's more the stick than the carrot. Unfortunately, I wish the carrot actually worked. Please tell me TikTok is in the uh, top five somewhere for 23 trends. <laughs> well, have some patience. Okay. <laughs> Number okay. two, right, was not TikTok. Number two was innovations in TA technology. Um, there are so many new technologies emerging that are trying to make the life of recruitment marketers, employer brand professionals easier. And as all this new tech is emerging, people are very excited. They want to see all the cool new things, but there definitely is a challenge to how can people keep informed of all of these things um, that are coming out into the place. Hopefully they're listening to this podcast, Julie. Hopefully they're listening <laughs> to us. Exactly. Lots of great advancements, but really it is challenging for someone in the role as a recruitment marketer to stay on top uh -huh. of all of this. It really is. So definitely listen to the podcasts. They can help keep you accelerated. Totally agree. What So for, for you personally, what, what what excites you the most about the, the technology that's happening out there? Obviously, you know, we've been seeing chat GPT blow up, you know, the news waves. But what, what what's excited you the most? I love that there's a lot of tools coming out that create efficiency in doing the mm -hmm. job. There is so much process in recruitment marketing and in recruitment, so much process, and a lot of it can be automated. Um, anything that's a redundant, repetitive task should go the way of tech and automation. What's happening is that everyone worked in their own little silos and had their own little unique processes, but we're starting to move towards more standardization, more best practices, and that is creating more paths for companies to come in and accelerate that. So I love to see the ability to create efficiency in managing contacts, the ability to distribute content in more automated ways, and also curate inbound information because information overload is an absolute thing that exists in the world today. So how can you manage so many contacts, so many processes, internal, external, things that help build efficiency around that role? I, I'm all for them. Yeah, starting to see, I think, and I'm lucky enough to advise some startups around video and being able to make it easier for you to go out and collect content and then manage the content that you push out to your site. So, I mean, it's like, it's almost like everything that we've been talking about for years is finally coming to a head in many 
of these platforms, which you're hitting square between the eyes is really focused on automation, heavy automation and uh, and hitting those roadblocks that we've been, I mean, we've been hitting for years, finally finding a way around them. Yeah. But, you know, for a little while, it's probably going to be a little uncomfortable because a lot of the new advancing tech is very siloed into its its singular value or its primary feature. And Mm -hmm. we are going to see things, right, either through acquisition or through companies um, bringing together the value, making more systems work well together. That really Mm -hmm. is where we need to go. We're seeing a lot of advancement in technology, but how to connect them all so that they provide a unified experience that is going to take some time. Well, let me ask you a question real quick, because sometimes we see point solutions that are amazing and then they get acquired by a bigger uh, a bigger company and then they are smothered and they're dead, right? And, and then all of that innovation that we saw from that startup just literally just goes away overnight. Do you think that we're going to see bigger platforms actually get better into integration and marketing and, and utilization of that? Or are we just going to see the continued smothering? Because I, to be quite frank, I hate to, to sound like a cynic. I see nothing but smothering happening out there. Well, I would say that both are going to happen. And the winner <laughs> yeah. is going to be those that are really focusing on the needs and the value of the employer's and the teams that use those tools. It's easy to throw in a lot of features and say, hey, we have all the latest, the bells and the whistles, but is it actually making people's lives better and easier? Mm. Or are you asking people to log into seven different systems and making it harder to actually do the job? The technology should be making your life better, not worse. And uh, unfortunately, what we do have is a lot of people buying technology and saying, it's actually harder. (laughs) So that's not meeting the need. I do think that some really great tools may not get the advancement that they need right now because they're just not going to bring in enough revenue, right? Mm -hmm. So it might really make a big impact, but if it's not something that a company can make a lot of money off of, it may not get the headwind that it needs. And, you know, for better or worse, if, if this recession uh, finally happens, the, the companies that aren't making any money will get bought up. The winners will win, the losers will lose, and we'll come out the other side knowing who we should purchase and who we should be putting our investment into, uh, which we all saw in 2008, you know, who the winners were coming out of, of that recession. So I don't want to wish for a recession, but in, in regards to making sense of what tools to buy and which ones not to buy, it might be helpful. I think it's going to happen more organically. And what we saw in 2021 and 2022 with regard to funding was a total fucking anomaly. Yeah. What I loved about your top job boards uh, was job case coming in second. Yeah. I don't think I would have predicted that. And mm-hmm. the fact that we're seeing, uh, you know, the the labor, the seasonal, the hourly stay strong and people choosing job case tells me that that's where a lot of the action is moving into that hourly uh, space. So take that for what it's worth. But it's interesting that the executive search platform was number one, but then the blue collar, the the job, the, the people that are not on LinkedIn came in number two. That was pretty interesting uh, for top job sites. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll get to uh, the big booty Latinas and bug fights of TikTok. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. 
I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. All right, guys, as much as I thought TikTok would just go away after this modest (laughs) step into recruitment, it looks like it's here to stay. Uh, This past week, CNBC had an article about how companies, employers are leveraging thought leaders, influencers to actually promote jobs and promote the brand of, of companies. Uh, as employment, they're not just selling, you know, Jordans and uh, Bombas. Um, so that is a really interesting development. And in addition to that, TikTok uh, is putting its its money into where the action is. They've introduced a new talent manager portal as part of its creator marketplace, a platform that allows brands and agencies to connect with 800,000 qualified creators worldwide. Uh, The new service allows talent managers with creator authorization to log into the creator marketplace to manage deal flow and negotiate contracts on behalf of their talent, handle the creative feedback and various uh, reports and metrics about a campaign's performance are part of that solution. So people now will actually be able to go into TikTok, I assume, search for people in their local market, search for people that might be, you know, technical uh, influencers, blue collar influencers, certain age groups, they'll be able to actually have these influencers market them and their opportunities as opposed, as opposed to creating videos on their own or creating banner ads, they can actually leverage this platform. Pretty exciting stuff. My first thought was why did it take, you know, social media so long to figure out, let's have people tap into our influencers, but TikTok is, uh, is on the cutting edge here. Your guys' thoughts. Creators are creative people who build audiences and make interesting content. And I love that um, this came in number three, the rise of TikTok as a recruitment marketing channel um, Mm. from our audience. And this is not necessarily because it's been the number one source of how people are making hires, but it's because there is a significant audience there. TikTok has been all over the news and a lot of executives are just telling their teams get us up on TikTok, but not really understanding what the channel is, what the media is. And this is where we absolutely need to have a marketplace for creators because you cannot just go tap on this, you know, an intern at your company and say, build us a TikTok profile and make us some incredible videos. That is probably not going to yield the results that you want for your brand. And creators need to be recognized as people that have real value and influence and treating them as such and putting a marketplace in which you can find ways to engage with them. This is absolutely fantastic. This is the better way to go about this than simply expecting your marketing team to uh, be creators and put themselves out there uh, for the sake of your brand. Maybe it might be authentic. Depends on what they're peddling. I mean, because if the the company still sucks to work for, and then you have an influencer that's saying, "Hey, come work for ABC Company. There, come work for Amazon. They're great." You know, and and everybody knows number one is bullshit, and or 
they take that influencer's advice and they go work there. The next thing you know is you have the influencer's video stitched alongside an employee who's quitting and calling, you know, her boss Earl a misogynist asshole, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of risk that happens there if you still have a shitty workplace. Yeah. I mean, that that's the key. So if we're not fixing the things that we should have been fixing forever, then none of that's going to matter. And and sp- sparkling a little Kardashian, you know, sprinkle over it is not going to make it better. Chad loves him some Kardashian sprinkles. Oh. And Chad's completely right. <laughs> Look, if, if, if company ABC, I think Chad said, company ABC, if they put out a video on the company ABC social media profile, there's no one's going to comment like, no, you suck. But if someone with <laughs> someone with five million followers says this company's great, go apply comments. And there's it's just going to be brutal for companies. So there is a major risk when you put your brand and advertise with an influencer or your influencer brand, right? Because the influencers yeah. have their own brand. And if they have a mutiny of the people who are, you know, following them, I mean, that's not good for them. Sure, either. And you mentioned duets. If someone takes that and, and duets it, I mean, it. yeah, yep. there's tremendous risk. But I think we would all agree that any company out there that has budget for it should allocate a certain amount of money to go play with this influencer marketplace, whether it's a local influencer or someone in your industry, like just put a little money there to, to just try it. I think too many companies will be like, no way. I urge you to put some money. This will be a trend. Facebook will do it with Instagram once it becomes huge. LinkedIn will try it. They'll probably fuck it up, but they'll probably try it. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter with Elon Musk, like this whole influencer as advertisers for your brand is going to be a thing and you should start getting into it now before you get left behind and uh, you know get behind the the curve there. Now Julie what we are saying and I, I want to hear you know what you think about this is there are a lot of companies that actually have an individual who are they're focused on uh, engaging influencers. Yeah, I've seen this done really well um, using influencers in recruitment marketing. Some of the ways that I've seen this done best is using the influencer um, as a way to show a day in the life. A lot of people want to know what is it actually like working at the company. So having the influencer come in and show what their first day is like, you know, the cool swag that they get when they arrive at the office, um, or what is it like learning how to, you know, in some of the hourly positions, like, hey, how cool it is that you can wear your headphones as you're picking and packing at the warehouse or like showing some of the like advantages of what it is actually like to be in in that role. Building excitement of around it by giving a real narrative and story to it, someone showing what their experience is like. Someone now the reason why this works is this person already has an audience. They've already built trust with their audience. So people are watching and seeing this and they believe this to be an authentic uh, relay of what this person's experience is like because they've provided all their other content in the same manner. Do we do we know of any agencies that are on this? Because agents should agencies should be all over this, not just TikTok, but they should have a list of who are the Twitter accounts, what are the Instagram accounts like. As far as I know, agencies aren't on this yet, but they certainly need to get their ass in gear because this is going to be a hot trend going forward. Well, and shout out to Work Human. We know that they actually have yep. an individual who is focused on influencers. I mean, it just it just makes good sense. And 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 being able to, you know, talk to them and engage them at events, 
podcasts, TikToks, all that stuff. That's right. Podcasters are influencers too, everybody. <laughs> everybody. All right. Definitely something we'll be talking about uh, for probably years to come, TikTok's influence mm. on recruiting. All right, guys. Before we move on, I just wanted to share the other two that came in in the top. One, the amount of executive level attention that is being given towards TA. Hmm. That was really interesting to see. And that's not a prediction. Is that a prediction? That no, it's they, saying... They're actually seeing that. Yeah. Wow. That, the, that in 2022, some of the most impactful things that happened to recruitment marketers was the executive level attention. Wow. And hmm. that could be for the, you know, for the good that sure. they are understanding. They've been, they've been saying for years that our most valuable <laughs> resource is our people. Like yeah. if they're actually doing they're it. Bullshitting for years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. that was great to see that people were saying that that was one of the most impactful things that had changed them in their recruitment marketing mm -hmm. roles last year. I bet that that continues, that that's not going to be something that just happened last year. I really think that a lot of companies were impacted by talent shortages, um, the great resignation, and they are seeing the value of keeping TA close to leadership. So uh, hopefully that works out for the better for us as we progress into next year. Uh, but the other one, I know many people are going to empathize with this, but frontline worker labor shortage mm -hmm. came in at number five. Now that yeah. means for that to, to have reached into the top five, this was significant to many. It, it broke supply chains. It should be number one. <laughs> well, not everyone there hires frontline people. So it's a little bit skewed, right? Um, but for that to have merged, right? Um, yeah. Hey, yeah. Not seeing the struggles to hire tech talent. We're seeing the struggles to hire frontline workers. So yeah. um, obviously emerging from a pandemic that had already created a significant impact on this. But, right. you know, we're seeing this in pockets of the industry and uh, absolutely something that we're going to be carrying into this year um, as a continued challenge that people are going to face in these roles. All right. LinkedIn and the seven dwarfs. Actually, the title of the article was LinkedIn announces seven updates coming in 23. Chad, I know you can't wait to sound off on some of the updates coming from our friends at LinkedIn. So these improvements uh, that they're launching in 23 include <laughs> improved video accessibility by automatically generating captions for videos, mm -hmm. standardized accessibility job titles to help professionals in the field be more easily discovered, alt text functionality and campaign manager for advertisers updates to job search by testing personalized job collections whatever that is updates to b2b product search by adding new category filters and improving relevance post scheduling with which i've actually used and content analytics to measure the effectiveness of a post these updates aim to improve accessibility, help professionals find job opportunities that match their skills and values, and make purchasing decisions easier. All right, you two, are we into any of these innovations? If so, which ones? Or has LinkedIn missed the mark as we head into a new year? I'm, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna bite my tongue for a minute. I want to hear what Julia has okay. to say. So these are updates. Right? These aren't These new are features. Coming. Yeah. So <laughs> the scheduling so, is already here. Maybe not for everybody, but scheduling your posts is something that is live, at least for me. But that, I mean, that's that's great that they're making enhancements. I'm so glad. There's so many places that they do need to make those enhancements. They've got great products, but they need to step up a little further here, especially with their interfaces. Um, 
people are working out of multiple accounts and multiple interfaces they have to work with and LinkedIn, you know, you got your sales navigator, you got um, the ability to manage your content and they're all not working together well. Um, so it's great to see some of these updates. I'm really interested in what they're doing to update job search. Chad is too. <laughs> Chad cannot wait. It's a significant <laughs> amount of uh, improvement that could be done there. But you know where LinkedIn really has some of the advantage is that they are doing so much with skill matching. They're collecting so much data here. I, there's real opportunity for them to, to, to bring something to market that works with this. But I, it's probably not ready yet. But I do hope to see that in its future. Yeah, so th- this to me just rings of you know days of old with with Monster. They just kept coming out with shit that didn't matter when their bread and butter, being the search and their algorithm and how their business worked, was shit. It just sucked, and that's the problem with LinkedIn. Their algorithm sucks. Uh, yes, they have more data on me uh, when it comes to my profile data. Because uh, I have a more robust, rich profile on on LinkedIn than than any other site that's out there, but yet they return the worst matches. Their algorithm is horrible. I, I can't imagine the amount of technical debt they have to go through day by day because this is nothing but horse and carriage tech. When they should be blowing it up and they should be rebuilding on the side. That's the problem that Monster had. They didn't rebuild. They didn't challenge. They didn't Netflix themselves, right? Netflix had the, the DVDs that they that they had in the mail, but they also did the online streaming because they knew the progression and the evolution was going to happen. Monster allowed that to kill them. The problem is, I mean, LinkedIn's big, don't get me wrong, but this this could kill them because they're not focusing on the things that actually matter most to people who use their platform. Tell us how you really feel, Chad, about... Recruitmentmarketing.com's number one job board, according to <laughs> according to the fans. A couple of these I want to point out. I and this goes back to TikTok. I think LinkedIn has to get video right, whatever that looks like. Stories failed. They can't get like live streaming quite right. Podcasting failed. Everything they've done is fucking failed, dude. They're gonna have their lunches just taken from them if they cannot get video right. If they can't get video right. And TikTok becomes a better outlet for marketing and these marketplaces like LinkedIn needs to get that right. I also think if they don't get that right, Polywork, who I hate, but, you know, LinkedIn for the kids, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a real threat to LinkedIn. If they can't get sort of what the kids like, which is video, right? The kids are going to move somewhere else and that could be Polywork or hell, TikTok is looking like they're going to be a major competitor in the employment space. The other thing I want to mention is the whole... If you're a B2B company selling to businesses, like LinkedIn is probably your number one source of reaching who do I need to talk to? How do I market our wares? What kind of posts and stuff? Who should I target? And I do think that their new search for uh, basically pages and letting you say, okay, what what are CRMs that I should be looking at? Or what are uh, ATSs that I should be looking at? And being able to get search results and endorsements and likes and whatever. Like if they become an internal search engine or a side search engine for uh, vendors, like that could be powerful. But like Chad said, they need to get job search right. How are they going to get vendor search right or company pages right? I'd say the uh, the, the odds aren't good for them doing that. 60% of the time, it works every time. But LinkedIn is fun. TikTok is fun. All these companies are fun to watch, and marketing is obviously one of the more fun topics that we 
have a podcast about. So it's going to be fun watching 2023. Any closing thoughts, you guys, before uh, we push stop? I, I definitely think that recruitment marketing is going to continue to grow, but I agree 100%. The agencies need to start thinking. They say they think out of the box. They, they say they're going to bring these these great ideas, these out-of-the-box ideas. Dude, they're scared of putting a chat bot on their website. You think they're going to be like, <laughs> let's talk to Cray Cray TikTok 23 to promote our stuff. Like the, the... It's the battle that companies would like to brand and manufacture, right? And people crave authenticity in real moments. So this is where the conflict lives. Um, how do you balance those two? Chad and Cheese are going to be on this. Recruitmentmarketing.com is going to be on this through 2023. Until then, the sun is shining. It's almost 50 degrees Fahrenheit in the Midwest. Corona time. It's Corona time. Which means it's Corona time. <laughs> and hey, it also it's means time right now. we out. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The Chad. The Cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.